You know, this morning we're uh, continuing with our series, Connect. This is what it's all about. You know, right from the beginning, God connected himself with Adam and Eve in the garden. And it was never intended just, uh, just for Adam alone, as God says, it's not good that man shall be alone. He brought Eve along. So all through the Bible, we see the connections because God loves people. God wants you to be part of what he's doing. He wants you to be part of him. And um, we're excited about this month with Connect because uh, our new Connect group pastors here are doing an incredible job with uh, growing some new groups. And, uh, you know, you just need to be part of a group. I just, you know, I, I grew so much as a young Christian through Connect groups. And uh, actually, I got saved really through a Connect group. Like, I got invited to uh, a Connect group before I even went to church. And a group of them just said, come along. I was a little bit suspicious, you know. And because I go, what are you going to sign me up for? What is this, some sort of those crazy cults? And, and uh, uh, But as soon as they brought the food out, I was all cool with it. I was going, yeah, that's all right. No, this is pretty good. I like this. I like this. This is good. And so it was that moment of connection, and these people were, were kind of friendly. And, you know, because the world's got a kind of weird deal about us as Christians sometimes. I think, oh, those religious fruitcakes. You know, they got all this. And we've got to say, hey, no, we're normal. We're normal, yeah, we're good guys. We're the good guys. And um, break free from all that stuff. So the power of connection is one that God has put in us. We have a longing to be connected. You know, we, we can't do life alone. That was never from the beginning. It will never be ever. And yet we find so many people alone, which is quite sad, really. You know, this church is here for people to connect, people to come in off the streets. You know, talking about... Uh, People come off the streets. You know, we've, we've got a great ministry uh, working with Streetlight, you know, catching up with the guys. And we've got some great kids from there and amazing kids, in fact. God is making connections wherever he can. And we are the people that do that. You know, never sort of look at yourself like, I can never do that. I can never, you know, reach out to somebody. Hey, you may be the voice that transforms someone's life. Somebody did that with me. You know, my, my story basically was... Uh, 21, my sister met someone at a bus stop and started chatting to her every morning, caught the same bus in the town. That happened to be a pastor's wife, pastor's wife. <laughs> and um, she led my sister to Christ. And then uh, I went to her baptism and then I got led to Christ. So it's just amazing how God works through circumstances of connections. Connections are so important. You just never know what will come out of them. I've had some incredible ones. This morning, I want you to turn with us to... Uh, to the Bible in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 through to 25. Now, this is a verse that we use very much so through the time last year when we couldn't meet and when we were allowed to come together, we made sure we could. Hebrews 10, 23 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful who promised. And let us consider one another to provoke to love to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is but exalting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. This verse here out of Hebrews is communicating the importance of connections, that we need to come together in connection. You know, it says here, um, Hebrews 10.23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith. But when we come together, it's a strengthening of our faith. You know, it's great to come and drop into some of the groups that I have done, connect groups, and hear them talking about their faith journey or 
they reached out to someone, they prayed for a neighbor, you know, I saw some amazing things happen. You know, this, this is what it is. It's like you're coming together, you're encouraging each other, you're building your faith together. That's what it does when we come together. See, the writer of Hebrews says, let us. He doesn't say just do it on your own. He said, let us. We're, we're a team. We're a family. We come together. Let us hold fast the professional faith without wavering. See, the Christian faith is not just about me and my relationship with Christ, but it's about us coming together to unite and grow in what we believe. That's what we're called to do, whether it's in church, connect groups, or spending time with someone. We need to have those connections. I love connecting you know, with people. It's just a, a great thing. We were called to connect. We're not called to be Christians that live a life on our own. We're not called to be like monks living in a cave somewhere. In fact, um, my wife challenged me a while ago like to go to a monastery for a week. And uh, just, if you heard this, there's these deals you can go into a monastery for a week or a few days, and you just sit in silence. You don't speak to anybody for seven days. And I'm going, yeah, I can, I can do that. She goes, yeah, right, as if, as if, like, really? And so I calculated because I reckon that um, men have to say, say on average 7,000 words a day and women 21,000 words a day, right? So I did a little calculation there. That means I'd have to miss out on saying 49,000 words. Lucky I'm not a woman, it'd be 149,000 words. But uh, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, what would it be like just to sit there, you know? It's like sometimes when I sit here in the church uh, during the week, there's nobody around. It's like you kind of go, oh, yeah, you go for a walk in the building, you go, Nobody. It's like you look out the window, is anybody coming today? You know, it's like, uh, and you see the tumbleweeds. And you're going, oh my goodness, it's just like, oh. And you start hearing the music building behind you. All by myself, don't want to be. And, uh, you know, it just gets crazy. And, you just, and then suddenly a truck pulls up and you get excited, and it's the milkman. And, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, jokes aside, we were not made to be on our own. You know, Charles Spurgeon, uh, the great preacher, said, some Christians try to go to heaven alone in solitude, but believers are not compared to bears or lions or other animals that wander alone. Those who belong to Christ are sheep in this respect, that they love to get together, sheep go in flocks, and so do God's people. You know, don't, I've, I've had these people say, oh, you know, I'm a Christian, but I don't need to go to church. I'm a Christian, I don't need to hang out with other people. Well, you know, that's not what I read here. It says, don't forsake the gathering of the believer. Let's, let's come together. Coming together is what strengthens our faith. Being on our own makes it easier to fall away. How many people here right now would know somebody that used to come to church, used to, and they're no longer there? Just show, show me, have a look around. Look at all those hands going up. There are people that used to come to church that are no longer there. That is the sad thing because when they stop the connection, they fall away. They fall away. We see it. I've, look, I've seen in church life, and uh, you know, I've even seen it from uh, years back. I remember years ago, you, you see somebody in ministry, even up on the platform here. Next minute, they don't want to do that. They're sitting down, and uh, then all of a sudden, a few weeks, they're further back, then the back row, and then they're out the door. And you know, what just happened there? You know, uh, because they lost connection. They lost connection. And, uh, and that's why it's so important that we keep that connection. You know, people fall away for all sorts of reasons. They may encounter problems in their own life and 
but they don't bring it or share it with people. You know, we're all here to help. You know, that's why I say we're always here to help. And they lose sight of the bigger picture. But don't ever lose sight of Christ. Don't throw your faith away in times of trouble. Turn, turn to godly people you can trust. Work through the issues, okay? That's what I'm saying to you. It's important because the devil's trying to always pull you apart. The devil doesn't want you to get together. He just loved the COVID time. He had a big smile on his face because people weren't getting close together. The devil likes you to keep 1.5. He'd have you 1.5 miles away from each other if he had a chance. But God has called us together, together, because there's a connection. There's power in connection. And this is where being part of a connect group, a little ad here for these guys down here. <laughs> this is where being part of a connect group is so good because you've got people that care about you. People ring you up during the week, you know. People will say, hey, how's it going? You know, how's your week going? You know, and uh, we've got some great connect groups. You know, I, I love dropping in. I mean, there's an easy one for me to drop in every week is Ming, Ming's group because, uh, you know, I, I hear them come in and I go, mm, give them a few minutes to settle up so they get all the food on the table. And, uh, <laughs> and then I'll go in for the kill. And, uh, <laughs> hey, morning, ladies. How are you? Oh, well, we're just having something to eat. Would you like some? Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> But look, it's great to see them get together and it's great to see people having fun, you know, like around a table and learn the Word of God, sharing. And, and that's what it's really about, connections, uh, you know, growth connections. You know, that's what it means by let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Let us come together strongly. Let's you know, have a great time together. You know, I love having a great time. Who likes a party? All this language says, amen. Um, see, people are important to God and that's why we sh people should be important to us. You know, start thinking outside your own realm and think about other people. Because God so loves people. As it says, he sent his only son for them. Luke 19, 10 says, For the Son of Man has come to seek to save that which is lost. Jesus' mission was to come and save that was lost because people are so important to him. Jesus has always seen, been seen reaching out to others. You know, Jesus, like, you, you through the scriptures, he's got his own little connect groups going. You know, wherever you see him, look at this, Matthew 9, 10, it says, And it happened, it just happened, as Jesus reclined in the house, that was his connect group, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with him and his disciples. You see these scenes, Jesus is always with people, connecting with people. Because that's the reason he came, was to reach out to people. And he also modeled that to us, to reach out to other people. And so we see him from scene to scene. You know, Jesus had his connect groups. He's like, you know, um, amazing. Actually, I've got a picture of one of his connect groups. You got, you got the picture there, Carly? Um, if we can get that up there. There you go. There's his connect group. <laughs> and uh, see, there's always food and there's drink and there's lots of things happening in the connect group. Uh, and you don't have to wear a beard to come to one either, so it's fine. Uh, all good. But connect groups, uh, I think you can take that one down. <laughs> Uh, connect groups are an important thing, part of this church. You know, it's not like we just come to church on a Sunday and that's it. We come together on a Sunday to worship the Lord together corporately, but we connect with each other during the week. And, and that's what the purpose of Connect is, is that we come together, we can share. And there may be things that we say up here that you kind of haven't quite got the handle on. Connect groups is a great place to be where you can say, hey, you know, as Corey writes up the notes for them, you know, say, hey, look, Pastor Ian said this on Sunday. I wasn't quite understanding. What does that mean? 
you have an opportunity then to discuss and pull it apart and, and uh, do all those things with it, which you wouldn't have here, you know, like because you're listening to me right now. Um, hopefully you are. Wakey, wakey. No, <laughs> Hebrews 10, 10, sorry, 10, 24 says, and let us consider one another. So this is the next part. When we come together, it's about considering one another. It's not just going, oh, I'm going to be entertained. I'm going to have that cupcake and coffee tonight. And uh, from the group, I'm actually, but you actually come in to think about others. Let us consider one another to provoke to love and good works. Let us consider one another. Here's that word again, let us. See, it's never about I. There's no room for I. The world's all about I. That's why you've got the iPhone, I this, I that, whatever. But there's no I in the Bible. It's about us. It's a connection, a group connection, us coming together. So it says, let us consider one another to provoke to love and to do good works. The word love there is from the word agape. That's the God love. That's a charity love. Like, you know, really look out for people. Go, oh, how can I help you? You know, what can I do, you know, to, uh, if you see someone struggling, we, we've had all sorts of things. I remember years ago, a, a lady in our church, she uh, uh, had, she was about to go do some shopping and somehow she put a purse down and somebody stole the purse and it had all the money that she had. I can't remember who that was now. And, uh, you know, so we as a church got together and took some money up and helped her out. And that's what we should do. That's what we should do, help one another. I just love doing that. You know, if I see someone in a queue and they're fiddling, they've got no money or they're a bit short, I'll step forward and say, hey, look, yeah, I'll, I'll pay for that. You know, they go, what? Uh, but that, that's how it should be. Because God has called us to connect and, and to bless one another. See, love without action is not love. So if you're truly doing the works of love, you, you, there's some action required. You know, you can't just say, oh, yeah, I love, my, I love the people of church, love them, but I don't actually want to connect with them. You know, oh, I love them. On the Sunday, I love them, but don't want to talk to them during the week. <laughs> you know, that just doesn't make sense. That passage in uh, the uh, contemporary version says, we should... Keep on encouraging each other to be thoughtful and to do helpful things. That's what it's basically saying. We should encourage each other to be thoughtful and do uh, helpful things. You know, so when you're in a group, you know, we're going to have all sorts of people coming in our Connect groups, and it's great. You know, I've, I've had, like, some interesting characters over the years of doing Connect. And, uh, but look, rather than going, oh, I don't like the look of them, or, or they eat too much of my food, uh, you know, um, Start looking and go, how can I reach out to this guy? How can I encourage them in their walk with God? How can I encourage them to reach out more? You know, Cora and Lisa are great at doing this, encouraging people, as such are our rest of our Connect Group leaders. You know, um, must admit, it surprises me sometimes. Uh, I get a little text and it's, oh, it's Corey. And I go, oh. See, you know, a lot of us go like, um, oh, what's the problem? We always get those text messages. If I send a text message as a pastor, People automatically will see my name and go, oh, what have I done wrong? <laughs> was, yeah, you didn't get that kind of feel? So when I got one from Corey, I wasn't thinking I did anything wrong, but uh, <laughs> I was going, oh, what's the problem? I'm automatically thinking there's something I've got to go fix. He's let me know about something. But no, I'd be just going, hope you're having a good day. And I go, oh, oh, that's it? <laughs> you know, just like, oh, oh, that's great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're having a great day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, yeah, and I give him the thumbs up. And then he gives me two thumbs and we start this thing. Three, four, five. <laughs> Not that I'm competitive. Last one I put was one thumb times uh, infinity. <laughs> so there we go. Um, 
But it's just good. And I look in on uh, some of the social media sites that the connect groups are all connected to, and I, I see that you know Corey can connect with them, have, have a bit of fun with some of the crazy stuff he puts up there. But uh, uh, you guys that are in the connect, you know you see it all the time. But it was great. I thought, this is great connections here. You know, sometimes when you can't be in the same place, you can do a little reminder from a phone. And uh, like I said, Corey does a great uh, thing there with that. And, uh, you know, and I think it is very encouraging. Pastor Phil has a habit of doing that sometimes randomly. And I've had some weird ones like that where you're going through a pressure moment. And all of a sudden, ding, Pastor Phil Pringle. Whoa, what have I done wrong? <laughs> and uh, it's like, going, oh, I'll believe him for you right now. You're going to have a breakthrough moment. You know, this is Pastor Phil. Yeah, I can imagine him saying that sort of that way. And it's like, wow, and it just gives you a lift, doesn't it? You know, when somebody brings something to you, when you're going through a bad moment and, and they just uplift you, it's all right. Things may be bad, but things are going to get better. They just need that voice of hope that something's going to change, something's going to move on. And that's why we need to encourage each other, like when we get on social media, even like you know, Facebook. You know, how many, I don't, I'm not on Facebook. I've never been on Facebook. The fact checkers don't like me. Uh, but um, so uh, <laughs> actually half of them don't like me, but that's another deal. But Facebook, you know, we often do things about ourselves. This is me eating my meal tonight. I feel like chicken tonight. Uh, this is me. This is me um, sitting down with a drink, enjoying myself. This is me reading a book. <laughs> this is me thinking about what am I going to do for tea tomorrow night. You know, it's like all these shots of me, 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 me. Hey, wouldn't it be good if we wrote something about somebody else for a change? Like, you know, some of the great things that people were doing. So, you know, you guys are awesome. There's some great things going on. And it'd be good to encourage others. Go, wow, I saw so-and-so helping out somebody, you know. Um, you know, I, I could think of half a dozen stories. But encouragement goes a long way. Encouragement goes a long way. Your little words can mean so much to people. Um, I remember years ago in uh, the first church I was with, uh, many years ago, uh, I had a, a group of youth. I used to be a youth group leader there, and one of my existing group uh, members is still here, David, today. Uh, we're looking a little bit older, aren't we, David? But uh, <laughs> back then we were young boys, and uh, and we had some younger boys in there as leaders, and what this young guy was about 15, 16, bit of a rat bag. You know, the, you've always got one or two besides me. And uh, <laughs> you, you had these rat bags, and they're always the troublemakers. And I remember the actual uh, pastor at that time, he could not handle this particular guy. And, and I thought, no, nah, there's something in them. You know, sometimes the rat bags have got some good stuff in them. It's just they need to be sort of directed in some ways. And this, this particular guy was uh, always getting into trouble and drugs. But as a youth leader, I, I go, no, nah, there's something in him. I've got to start giving him responsibility, showing him that I believe in him, that he can do something better than run amok. And because I come from that life myself, so I knew there was hope for him. And, um, and I said to him, you know, like, you know, what's your deal? You know, like, I, I want to, he said, oh, you know, I just don't know what I should be doing in my life kind of thing. And I said, well, let's just start get involved with a youth group, you know, do something, you know, I'll give you a few tasks and you start organizing a few things. We saw this guy start to come alive because I just gave him a word of hope that I believe he could do something. And then he uh, wanted to get into music and I had an electric guitar and, uh, and uh, I kind of played with it a little bit and made a racket and, and I couldn't do anything with it. So I gave it to him. I said, there you go, I have that. He goes, oh, wow, it's amazing. So he started learning music. Now, I kind of moved on from the church shortly after that and uh, 
never saw him again. And it was like 20 years or so down the track, we get an email one day in the, in the office uh, address looking for myself and Sharon. And, um, and it just said on there, um, you know, I don't know if you remember me. I'm, uh, my name's Melissa, and I, I married a guy called Ben. Do you remember Ben? Oh, no, Ben, Ben. Ah, oh, this is a guy, Ben. And he goes, look, uh, we've been trying to track you down, and we just really want to thank you for those words of encouragement you gave all those years ago, because uh, Ben is now in um, college, Bible college, <laughs> and, uh, and he's also the worship leader of a church down in Victor Harbor. And I go, wow, that's amazing. Just from one word and hope, it can change everything. But that's the power of connection. That's the power that you'll have when you come together. And, and like I said, the connect groups is a great thing to do that. I've had so many encouraging uh, things take place through connect groups. These guys have a ball, bonfires, everything, pizza nights. I just, I keep a look on the calendar, see what I like. And, uh, <laughs> and I'll make an excuse to come visit them. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. But it says in Hebrews 10, 25, finishing in that verse, it says, uh, you know, let's not forsake the assembling of ourselves together because once again, it's reinforcing the importance of a connect group or a connections. And because uh, as some, as it says, as the manner of some is, but rather exalt one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. We are seeing, I believe, the day approaching, right? You know, we've, we've seen a lot, and, and I have the discussions all the time with people going, you know, like, but they've been saying that for thousands of years, Jesus is going to come back. And I said, yeah, well, we're one day closer, aren't we? And we are. And uh, there are signs that have taken place, amazing signs. So it's more important right now that we come together strongly because the church is going to be under attack. It is under attack now, and it's only getting worse. As The, do- the devil knows he's got a short time. And that's why things are going crazy in this world right now. He's causing all this craziness to happen and, um, because he knows uh, that his time is short. And if he knows his time is short, we should know that the time is short before Jesus is going to return. He knows, like, hey, Jesus is returned. He, he's read the Bible as well. He knows because he's in there a bit. And um, uh, so we should be coming together stronger, believing in each other, praying for each other. And... Uh, you know, your voice in somebody's world could just change everything. Could just change everything. So don't think, what have I got to contribute? You know, some people come to a group and go, oh, I've got nothing to contribute. I say, yes, you have. Tell me your story. Amazing stories from people. I love asking people's stories because you go, oh, we had this guy one time in a connect group. You guys, like he's about 25 or something, pretty young guy. Very shy, didn't say much. Sort of pulled away a bit. And I said to him, Tell me your story. This guy was, well, ex-SAS. Been jumping out of planes a thousand feet high. He broke his leg one time. Oh, this is amazing. Amazing story. SAS, you know, special air services. And uh, you just never know who's going to be in your group and what they have to offer and what they will actually encourage you with because of their journey. Everybody has been through a journey. Everybody has an experience to share. And the connect groups are a great place to do that, to share and help somebody else. You know, uh, no matter what your background is. My background is I used to be a motor mechanic. So, you know, sometimes in a uh, discussion, someone say, oh, my car's making this weird noise. I could just hide the fact. I go, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> or I could say, oh, let me have a listen. Let me see. I used to be a mechanic. I'll just check it out for you. See, we can all offer something. 
We all have different skill levels. And when we come together like that, it's just, it encourages people, it helps build people. And when there is people together, there is unity, there is power, and God releases a blessing on that group. I think we're a blessed church. God has been good to us, and he's going to continue as we push together as a group. Connect groups, if you haven't joined a connect group, man, you need to be a part of one. It's, it's the life. You know, life is in the connect groups. Uh, you know, I say that because you're in it. If you're going along to you're part of that life. Don't look for others to do things. Look for yourself. So how can I contribute to this group? How can I reach out to someone? Connect groups is what help you grow in Christ. You know, I my first connect group, there was a guy called Trevor. And uh, Trevor, like, had a bit of a speech impediment. He'd been in a car accident many years before. And uh, but he had a heart to reach out. And, uh, you know, he just, he wouldn't leave me alone. He kept ringing me up all the time. Hey, are you home? Yeah, 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 I want to come over. And, and, and he'd go through the Bible with me and share things and... Uh, I go, wow, this is pretty cool. But he didn't have to do that, but he wanted to. And I thought, wow. And even today, you know, occasionally you bump into him. And I thought, you know, my journey started with a person that had an interest in me. My journey started with somebody that gave me encouragement. And, you know, I don't think I'd be here without that starting point. I could have just been a wild guy like I was before I came to Christ. And I could have just done, been anywhere. I could have my, my, my uh, grade six teacher thought I'd be in prison by now. That's what she actually said to someone <laughs> that I met, bumped into. I wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it was just like that's what they thought, you know, because they, people view people externally rather than internally. God sees you internally. God sees what you can be and what you will be if only someone encouraged you to lift up to that point. So if you have never been part of a connect group, I, I want to challenge you to, hey, just try it. You're not committed up for life. It's not like Corey and Lisa's going to pull out a contract and say, okay, sign here. You know, it's like you, you, you sign up now for life. You cannot never miss a meeting. You know, it's not like that. It's like, no, come along, have fun. And there's many groups, you know, and everyone doesn't. So you would find another one. Hey, that's cool. You know, we were talking about this. We should say, you know, like it's kind of like a trial. Get a 14-day trial. You don't get the money back because you don't have to pay anything. <laughs> but give it a try. We've got nothing to lose. There's no contracts, really. You know, just go along and say, I'm going to have a go. See if I like it. And uh, you, you'll be pleasantly surprised because people keep coming back all the time. Neil T. Anderson said this, Aloneness can lead to loneliness. God's preventive for loneliness is intimacy. Meaningful, open, sharing relationships with one another. In Christ, we have the capacity for the fulfilling sense of belonging, which comes from the intimate fellowship with God and with other believers. In Christ, we are a family. We need one another. We need to connect to one another. And today, that journey of connection starts with a relationship with others, but more importantly, a relationship with Christ. And I wonder this morning if you've ever made that decision. I just want you, at this point, just close your eyes and bow your head because this is the most important part of connections is our, that we have a connection with Christ and this morning I'd ask you that you know God has called us to connect to people but not just any people people that will encourage you people that reflect who God is godly people 
but more so that God wants you to connect with Him. And if you've never made that connection with Jesus Christ, you've never made Jesus your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity right now to do that. It's quite simple. It's, it's a prayer. It's a prayer of faith, a prayer of asking, a prayer of uh, forgiveness. And it's a prayer, finally, of belonging to someone. So if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, you've never asked Him to forgive you of His sins, you've never made it right with God, now is your opportunity. Just one prayer away. And I'd love to lead you in that prayer. In fact, we're all going to do it anyway. I love doing this prayer because we all need to. But I want to know that I'm praying for someone out there particularly, and uh, if that's you this morning, and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, you'd like to do that with nobody looking around, just raise your hand so I can see that, so I know I'm praying for someone. Thank you, Jesus. See that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is the most important connection. All connections are great, but this one is the one that sets your, your life on track. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just stand in this place right now. And I'm going to get you all to follow me through this prayer. This is the, what's known as the sinner's prayer. This is the prayer that where God will hear from heaven and respond and forgive you of all your sin and receive you as a child of God. Let's just follow after me this morning. And, <clears throat> excuse me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn now from my sins and invite you to come into my life to be my Lord and Savior. I thank you now in Jesus' name. If you've made that prayer this morning, maybe the first time, maybe the second time, whatever, I want you to know that God loves you and God has a life lined up for you. He believes in you. He believed in me that I, was, I wouldn't be here today. And if you want, uh, you know, you need to be known. If that's you, if you raise your hands, I, I want to catch up with you later. I want to encourage you uh, that God is with you and for you and that uh, you don't need to worry about what tomorrow holds anymore because God's got you covered. God's got your back. So be encouraged this morning. And um, as, as the band uh, plays this last song, I just want to pray before they do that God will touch you in a special way this morning. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for connections. We thank you that you give us the ability and the chance to become a child of God through connecting with you. And I thank you for the hands that are put up today. I thank you, God, for those that have received you. Father, I thank you that we are one in you. And Father, today I pray that you'll give us a clear picture of the importance of connections. As we connect together in our connect groups, as we connect together just as friends, family, whatever. I pray, God, you show us that importance. Thank God that we will do it more so. God, we will not rely just to live a life on our own. But God, we reach out to others. Father, I thank you this day and I give you all the glory and all the power in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody says,